the issue on the table. France is on the verge of war with England. Now, do we provide aid and troops to our French allies, or do we stay out of it? Remember, my decision on this matter is not subject to congressional approval. The only person you have to convince is me. Secretary Jefferson, you have the floor, sir. When we were on this is Sarah Wiley. Our moment in time this month takes place in 1793 with the question of whether the United States was obligated to help France in her war with Great Britain. Lin-Manuel Miranda's Hamilton the Musical beautifully brings this moment alive. Back in 1778, during the American War for Independence, the French had agreed to the Treaty of Alliance with the United States. King Louis XVI had been willing to pledge all necessary aid to the American cause. This aid had helped turn the tide of the war toward the United States. Ever since the Treaty of Paris had secured American independence in 1783, the United States' number one friend had been Louis XVI's France. Such was his appreciation that President George Washington displayed Louis's portrait at his home of Mount Vernon. Louis XVI, however, by being so willing to help the United States, also helped bring about his own demise. So much aid to the American cause had been a strain on the French economy. While many factors helped bring on the French Revolution, one of those factors was the economic situation that France was in. The French people were ready for their absolute monarchy to be less absolute. In 1789, the French Revolution began. In that year, Louis XVI gave up much of his power, but continued on his throne. Unfortunately, he did not accept this new arrangement and instead encouraged a counter-revolution. When he tried to flee in 1792, he helped bring on a major response with the Jacobins seizing control. One of their very first acts, once in power, was to execute the king, and then they declared war on Great Britain. President George Washington was in a very sticky situation. Two major nations that the United States had a relationship with were now at war with each other. He knew that the fledgling United States, less than four years under the U.S. Constitution, had no business getting into this war. But what of that treaty of alliance? Weren't we obligated to help the French? Secretary of State Thomas Jefferson certainly thought so. During Washington's cabinet meetings, Jefferson argued with great passion that the U.S. had no choice. It was obligated by that treaty to at least secretly aid the French side. Washington was greatly troubled. Jefferson eloquently shamed him by reminding him of what the French had done for the American cause. When we were on death's door when we were needy, we made a promise. We signed a treaty. We needed money and guns and half a chance. Uh, who provided those funds? France. In return, they didn't ask for land. Only a promise that we'd lend a hand and stand with them if they fought against oppressors. And revolution is messy, but now is the time to stand. Stand with our brothers as they fight against tyranny. I know that Alexander Hamilton is here, and he would rather not have this debate. I'll remind you that he is not Secretary of State. He knows nothing of loyalty. Smells like new money, dresses like fake royalty. Desperate to rise above his station. Everything he does betrays the ideals of our nation. If you don't know, now you know, Mr. President. Thank you, Secretary Jefferson. Secretary Hamilton, your response. On the other hand, Secretary of the Treasury, Alexander Hamilton, argued that it would be suicide to engage, even secretly, in helping the French. He was convinced that any aid to France would lead Great Britain to declare war on the United States. Only 10 years after ending the last war with Great Britain, the idea of getting pulled into another war just as the United States was getting on sound economic footing was insane. 
Washington desperately wanted a solution that would allow the United States to legitimately declare neutrality. But that treaty of alliance seemed unavoidable. Then Hamilton pulled out the fact that clarified the situation for Washington. The treaty had been with the government of Louis XVI. The current government had executed Louis XVI. There were no treaty obligations with the current French government. You must be out of your mind if you think the president is going to bring the nation to the brink of meddling in the middle of a military mess, a game of chess where France is queen and kingless. Who signed a treaty with a king whose head is now in a basket? Would you like to take it out and ask it? Or should we honor our treaty, King Louis' head? Uh, do whatever you want. I'm super dead. After Hamilton pantomimes pulling Louis' head out of a basket and letting it talk, Washington shows visible relief. In April of 1793, the United States declared neutrality as drafted by Alexander Hamilton. This moment in time is a production of the Delta College History Department in cooperation with Delta College Public Radio.